Shalom Abrocha Optimistech is getting Avnun Gimel. Today's daf discusses Hezek Sheena Nitter. We discuss Menasech, whether we Knasech Shogig Otu Mezid. The mission begins by telling us there are three things. That's if somebody is metame, someone's truma or the like, someone who mixes chulin into someone's truma, so the chulin can now only be eaten by a koyin. Or if someone sets up someone's wine to be nisuch, yayan nesach. These are all a hezekshain and nicker. Nothing physically was damaged in it, but now it's ruined spiritually. If he does a b'shaygeg is but b'meizid he is chayv. And the Gemara says, if machlekes rav and shmuel, if someone is menasech, he makes someone's wine into yayinesech. Rav explains that that means literally he poured it for avodizara. Shmuel says that no, it just means that he mixed it up with yayin kosher. So now the yayin kosher is also b'hana. Why doesn't Shmuel want to say that it's like Rav, that's actual Yayin Nasech, that he was Menasechet? Well, because if someone actually pours wine for Avodizara, we would say, Kimle Bidurab He's Chayv Misa for Avodizara, so we're not going to bother him about the financial dues of ruining this person's wine. And Rav would respond like Rabbi Yermio, who says that you're only Chayv for stealing for the Hezek when he picks it up. That's when he's claiming. When is Yechayev Misa for the Avodizara? That's after he picks it up, by the Nisach, by the actual pouring for Avodizara. Hence, the Nizuk came first, and he will be Chayev for the Nizuk. It wasn't Bevasacha, so it's not going to be overshadowed by the Skila for Avodizara. Now, why, why doesn't Rav like, why wouldn't Rav like Shmuel's idea that he mixed it in with kosher wine? He would say that that's the exact same case as the second case we have called Madame, when he mixed in his person Chulin with Truma. Shmuel would say that that's a knas, and, and all these all these three, the Hezek, Shen, and Nick are a knas, and we can't learn them out from each other, so we need to spell out the various cases. What about the Mandamar asks the Gemara, holds that you can't learn out a knas from another knas. Why do I need all three cases? What's the Chiddush in telling me metame, medame, and menazich? And the Gemara explains, if I had only said metame, if he's metame truma, I would think, well, truma, he's metame entirely. The whole thing is ruined. If he's metame chulin, yeah, he's being metame chulin, and there are people who are noyik to only eat their chulin petahara. So for them, he just ruined their chulin. But maybe medame, where he's just mixing in the chulin with something else, technically the chulin still good chulin, and it still has this, the, the same value for a koyin, a koyin could eat it. Maybe that we wouldn't knas. If I'd only said medame just mixing in a chulin with chuma, maybe that we knas because it's more common than people being metame others' property. So maybe we wouldn't put a knas on being metame. What if at the bomb, what we come down to, why don't we have just metame and medame? Why do we need nisuch? There's menasech, the person's wine. Well, maybe by nisuch ayayin, and we have a kimle bedurabimine, so we're not going to knas him financially. Kamash melan, that we pass on like Rabbi Yermia, that we're not going to say kimle bedurabimine because he picks it up before he does the nisuch. What about Abu Dhab Ovid? The Gemara asks. He says that originally the only Kanas that we had was on Metame Menasech, and we only added Medame later. Why did he add it later? Why, why couldn't he have learned it out from Metame Menasech? Well, according to him, if we had just said Metame, that doesn't have Kim Levidarabimene like Menasech does. Maybe Menasech wouldn't have a Kanas that he'd have to pay. If I had only said Menasech, that's because Nisach ruins the entire thing. We're being Metame. It's true, you can't eat it anymore, but you can still work with it. You can still feed it to animals. 
So maybe there's no knas on that. He didn't entirely ruin its value. And if I had said both, metame and menase, that's because it's a big loss. But metame just mixing in some chulin with hefsid, where it's a smaller hefsid, you're only ruining the chulin that you put in. Maybe there's no knas there, and that's why we had it to write right in medame. That even medame is chayiv for, for the hezek sheninik. Now the Gemara has machlek is whether midoy rice or hezek sheninik is chayiv or potter. Chizkiah says midoy rice, you're chayiv b'shoigik or b'mezid. Why? Because hezek sheninik is considered hezek. It's just that b'shoigik. We potter the guys so that he'll tell the person that, by the way, I was menasech he wine. Uh, why don't we pot the Bamezid also to encourage him so that he'll tell the owner that he ruined his stuff? The Gemara answers, like, if the guy's trying to cause damage, he's going to let him know, like, by the way, I ruined your stuff. That's like his whole kavana. It's all, the whole thing is Bamezid. Rabbi Yechonon argues with Chizkiah, and unlike Chizkiah, he says that, that Minah Torah, Hezek Shein and Nicker, is entirely putter, even Bamezid. Why? Because Hezek Shein and Nicker is not actually a, a Hezek. The only reason why we're Mechaiva when he does it Bemezid is because we don't, ever, we don't want everyone going around and being Matame other people's Tahar stuff and saying, oh, it's all right. I'm not Chayiv anything. And the Ksav Sefer points out that even though the whole Hezek Shein and Nicker is a Knas, we're not going to say Moidu uh, Beknas Potter because the guy will damage it, he'll touch, he'll be Matame the Chuma, and then he'll say, ooh, I'm Potter because I'll admit that I did it. He says that Moed Bekhanas isn't going to work when his entire attention, intention is to do that. So now the Gemara brings a number of Raya's. Number one, we have a Mishnah that says, right, Raya's, whether Hezek Shein and Nicker is Hezek or not. If a Koyen creates Pigel in the base HaMikdash, he has in mind when he's doing the Shechitah or the Zerika to, to, to eat it beyond this man, so he's ruining the carbon. If he doesn't bemaze it, he is Chayev. And we said that the reason it's Chayev is because of Tikkun O'Elam. Aye. If we say Hezek, Shainanikar is considered a Hezek. Why is he part of B'Shaigig? Because of Tikkun O'Elam? B'Mezid is Chayev. So the Gemara answer is not really what we're saying is that B'Mezid is Chayev. But if he does it B'Shaigig, then he's part of because of Tikkun O'Elam. Being Chayev, B'Mezid is actually the Halach Midaraisa, even though it's a Hezek Shainanikar. Second Raya, Rabbi Eliezer brings in. If someone does melacha with the mechatas from, from the paraduma or with the paraduma itself, so medine adam is potter, but it's chayiv medine shemayim. I, if you hold hezek shenuya sheenu nicker is considered a hezek, why isn't he chayiv even bide adam? Rabbi Eliezer himself answers the question, and he says we're talking about where he takes the paraduma into a barn to nurse, and while he's nurse, nursing, he's hoping that the animal will walk around and thresh and step on the kernels that are in the barn. When we're talking about the mechatos, he used it for weights. So he wasn't even doing a, a, a direct hezek. He's saying, look, I'm, I'm bringing an animal to nurse. The psal here is only because of his machshava. He had the threshing. In. So yeah, we're talking about nizek, but if it's a, a hezek that's a grum, it'll be potter. We're not going to be mechayev someone for his thoughts. Frank the Gemara with the weights, Rava told us that if someone uses mechatos for weights, it, they're still kosher. So what has it did he even do? So the Gemara says there are different ways of using the mechatas. You could use it to measure by uh, d- dropping stuff into the mechatas and using the water displacement to measure. Or you could use this water as a weight on the other side of a scale. When you use it for, displace it, for the water displacement, you're using the water itself for a malacha. I shouldn't he be chayiv 
for that Hezek Shein and Nicker, if you hold Hezek Shein and Nicker, is a Hezek. Elamai the Gemara says both cases we're talking about where they, he, he uses his Mechata to weigh down a scale. The reason why it was kosher in one case and possible in the other, that this water requires constant Shmira. If he had Hezek Hadas while using it as a weight and he wasn't guarding it as Mechatos, that's when it puzzled it. But if he didn't have Hezek Hadas the entire time, it's not a Hezek and the water still kosher. Third raya Rev Papa brings. If someone steals a, a coin and he ruins the coin, or rather the Malchus now says that this coin has no value. Right? They put it out of commission. If he steals Truma and then the, the Truma becomes Tomei by itself. If he, if he steals Chometz and the Chometz holds on to it until after Pesach. He can take the stuff that he, sto- that he stole, even though now it's valueless, and return it and say, hey, this is what I stole, you could have it back. Hold on. If Hezek Shein and Nicker is a Hezek, then why isn't he Potter? He should have to pay full. He caused the damage into this guy's property. And the Gemara says, that's like a bomb kasha. And it seems like Hezek Shein and Nicker is not a The Gemara suggests that maybe this whole thing is Machalik Tanoib. We learned, like in our Meshna, if someone is Metame, Medame, or Menasech, Rabbi Meir holds that Beshoigig or Bemezid is Chayev. While Rabbi Yehuda holds, he's only Chayev, Bemezid, but Potter Beshoig. L'choyre, they're arguing. Whether Hezek Shein and Nicker is considered a Hezek. But Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak answers, no, really, everyone agrees that Hezek Shein and Nicker is not a Hezek. Over here, the question is whether we're going to put a Knas on a Shoigeg Otu Mezid. Because maybe the guy will do it by Mezid. Rabbi Meir says, you have to be him even by Shoigeg, because we don't want him to be damaging Shein and Nicker on purpose. Rabbi Yudha says, we're not worried about that. If he does it by he's butter. It's only Chayef Mezid. The Gemara asks Akasha on both Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda because it sounds like from a Brisa they hold exactly the opposite, right? Because by us, Rabbi Meir was being machmir and said, even We have a Brisa that says that if someone cooks on Shabbos b'shoigig, he's allowed to eat that. If he cooks b'mezid, according to Rabbi Meir, not allowed to eat it. Rabbi Yehuda says, you're allowed to eat it on Matzai Shabbos if it was cooked b'shoigig, not on Shabbos. B'mezid, never allowed to eat it. Rabbi Yehuda and Hassan, their third opinion comes in and says that b'shoigig you could eat on Matzai Shabbos give it to someone else to eat, but he himself, the person who cooked the Bishoigig, he's not allowed to eat it. If he cooks it B'mezid, no one is ever allowed to eat it forever. But over here, we see Rameir is the one that's being Mekel B'shoigig, and Rabbi Yehuda is being Machmer B'shoigig. Exactly the So the Gemara says, Rameir on Rameir is not a Kasha, because the Rabbonon only put a Kanas on the Rabbonon, not Daraisa. The Gemara says, whoa, hold on. Nisachayayin is Nisachayin Daraisa. And they put a knas over there. Yeah, well, that was a special reason because of Adizar is a very intense form of, a, of, of sin of Avera. So he holds that, that yes, the Rabbanon put knas on minor Averas on the Rabbanon and on super extreme Averas like Avadizara. Rabbi Yehuda is also not a Kasha because he holds that the Rabbanon only put their knas on the serious ones, on the Deraisas, not on their Rabbanons. Ah, why did they put a knas on the right? On Nisachayayin, which is Deraisa? According to Yehuda, why isn't there a knas? If, if Nisachayayin is there, right? So he was exactly the opposite. That because it's such a stringent Avera, of Avodah people aren't going to do it even without a knas. So there's no need for a knas. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.